Hi everyone, and welcome back to The Spectrum Reality. In my last episode, I left you with the phrase early intervention. It's a phrase that I became very familiar with after Amelia was diagnosed with ASD. It was also a process that I think if Amelia didn't get to experience, she wouldn't be where she is today. The message was clear, the sooner the better. In this episode, I will share with you Amelia's journey through early intervention and the amazing impact it had not only on her life, but also my life and her family's life. So let's get started. To start this episode, I thought it would be good to understand some information about early intervention. I'm the type of person that when I need to understand something, I need to find out all the information I can. So of course, I went on to Google and started researching all this information about early intervention. And what I found was some amazing sites. So one of them was Autism Awareness Australia, and it has an amazing website that provides information about early intervention and its importance for the ongoing development needed for children with ASD. Autism Awareness Australia describes early intervention as a program centered on a child's individual needs in development. It provides essential therapy and support during the early stages of child's development. Most early intervention programs can start at the age of zero to six. Depending on the child's needs, early intervention covers support for speech development, gross motor and fine motor development, social development, behavioral development, and self-care development. And That's just a few. There are many more areas early intervention can help in a child's development. The aim for early intervention is to help ASD children improve their quality of life, enabling them to live and function within society and the world. Studies have been conducted around the world demonstrating the positive effects of early intervention. One in particular I came across is a study done back in 2015 by the University of Washington. The result of this particular study showed that early intervention one-on-one programs helped with long-term improvements in areas of social, language and intellectual abilities. After we received Amelia's diagnosis, early intervention was the first step we were advised to take. We instantly searched for early intervention organisations and came across a number of options in Queensland. The first organisation was called AEIOU. A very tricky abbreviation to remember in the beginning, but after a while it becomes so memorable and it's something that stays with you for the rest of your life. AEIOU stands for Autism Early Intervention Outcomes Unit and has locations across the east coast of Australia. The Queensland Government also has something called the Early Childhood Early Intervention Program and most kindergartens in Queensland also have an inclusion support scheme available as well. During the time Amelia was going through her diagnosis, she was attending kindergarten. The kindergarten Amelia attended was a C&K Queensland Centre. It is set up as a pre-prep program in the same schedule as school, starting at 9 and finishing at 2.45pm. And it followed similar routines to school, but in a play-based setting. The wonderful staff at the kindergarten knew of Amelia's possible ASD and her potential diagnosis. They accepted her and included her in the program by providing support via a teacher aid support person. They created an inclusive environment as part of the classroom's learning process. They understood the importance and positive impact this would have for Amelia and for the other children in the class. 
Even though she was non-verbal at the time, she did have a certain level of understanding in language. With the help from the support teacher, she was able to function and follow the routine of the day. I find in the last 10 years or so, there has been a positive change and understanding around inclusion of others, particularly in the classroom and within society. And for me, there was a sense of community within these organisations, such as kindergarten and AEIOU. I was able to work with the teachers and be part of Amelia's development. I look back and just feel a sense of gratitude that Amelia was surrounded by understanding teachers and support people. And it was especially at a time before her diagnosis. By reaching out to the right type of establishments, it really helped Amelia significantly in her development. She experienced and learned so much and and just gained so many skills in that year of kindergarten. In saying that, it was also a difficult year and there were many struggles to overcome. Amelia was at the age when developing independent skills and self-care skills was important. It's a milestone that every child goes through around the age of three to four to five. Becoming independent is a big step in any child's development. And probably one of the biggest developmental milestones at the time was toilet training. By the time children are at the age of four, it is very important that they are able to independently go to the toilet, especially when starting kindergarten or pre-prep programs. By four years old, Amelia was still trying to transition from pull-ups to underpants and going to the toilet. Toilet training can be difficult at the best of times, but for ASD children, these types of self-care and independent skills can be difficult to achieve due to their developmental delays. At a certain stage in toilet training, most children would start to show signs of wanting to go to the toilet, like stopping still and holding their crotch, or what I used to call the little dance of trying to hold it in. It was really difficult when we started toilet training with Amelia because she didn't show any of these signs due to her developmental delays. Also, there comes a time during toilet training when children may start to communicate their needs to go to the toilet. And I think because I experienced this with her older sister, Bianca, who is a typically neurologically developed child, I was kind of hoping Amelia would show the same signs. This again was difficult for Amelia due to her lack of communication skills. Toilet training was also new and it meant that there was a change in her routine, which as I've mentioned before, can be a very anxious and scary experience for ASD children because it is something new and it takes them out of their comfort zone. So it was quite a difficult time for Amelia going through this new change in toilet training and it caused a lot of problems, especially health and hygiene problems, because instead of wetting herself, she would hold it in for a long time because she was so scared to either sit on the potty or sit on the toilet After speaking to an occupational therapist, we were advised to start a routine of toilet time. We sat Amelia on the potty or the toilet every few hours just to get used to the routine of going to the toilet. This also included making toilet time experience a positive one where we would sing songs while she was on the potty or the toilet and was even given a book to read about going to the toilet. 
We will also let her take her iPad into the toilet. Anything that would make her more comfortable and not such a scary experience. Even though we did all these things, Amelia would still cry the entire time and she would hold her pee in for dear life. This also caused constipation as well for that same reason. Later, I found out that this experience of toilet training could affect her sensory issues. The sensation of sitting could have felt very uncomfortable and potentially even slightly painful because she was using muscles she never had used before. For Amelia, though, I think she was also just genuinely scared of the toilet, which is quite common for a lot of children. Not knowing at the time, but later finding out after she started early intervention, this step in development of toilet training can be part of your child's individual program. I remember seeing many children being supported by staff at early intervention. They were helping them go to the toilet independently. It's just another area that early intervention programs can help you and your child with. They can also provide you with ways of dealing with toilet training at home. By the time Amelia had finished kindy, she was turning five and she had almost mastered toilet training, but was still struggling with constipation. So when we started early intervention, we were able to incorporate that skill into her program and the staff actually helped try to get her to overcome that as well. But of course, these types of self-care development and skills can take a long time. And to this day, we still have issues with Amelia and constipation and we still need to monitor her to make sure that she is going to the toilet regularly. She was also at an age where she was meant to start prep the next year. And we decided early on to delay her school entry because we knew that Amelia was not emotionally and mentally ready. This gave us the perfect opportunity to put her into an early intervention program. And the first place we applied to was AEIOU. We enrolled Amelia to attend AEIU for the entire year and it was highly recommended by everyone and every therapist that I spoke to and with good reason. I can't praise this organisation enough and you will hear me speak a lot about AEIU in other podcasts. AEIU's philosophy is to provide early intervention programs to ASD children to enable them to have their best life. AEIU is a non-profit organisation that provides individualised therapy programs for ASD children between the ages of two to six. They provide therapies to help support with speech, occupational therapy, behavioural psychology, social skills, gross motor and fine motor skills, nutrition and eating habits and they also provide emotional support for you and your child. All of these types of therapies would form part of Amelia's learning program. As soon as we were told the great news that Amelia had a placement in one of the AIU centres, we undertook a number of assessments and meetings with the staff. This was simply to determine the right type of program suited to enhance Amelia's needs and development. The entire experience was a positive one. The staff at AIU were supportive and understanding. Not only did they provide support for your child, but also they provided support for me and my husband and my daughter Bianca. They held many seminars and discussions for parents and carers in all areas of understanding and support for children with ASD. 
Many of these information seminars helped parents with strategies they could implement at home. They also created an open living space for parents. And once a week, they would hold a morning tea for parents and family members to come and socialize with other parents, which I went to many times. For me, I always found comfort and support in others who understood what I was going through. It was a space I could speak freely and even get advice if I needed. There was a real sense of we are in this together. Another great aspect for me was that we could start AIU at any time and its opening hours were the same as childcare. At the time, there was some out-of-pocket expensive, but this was quite minimal and they did accept the funding that was provided before NDIS. Now that NDIS is available... They are an approved provider and majority of your funding can go to the AIU organisation. Once we started AIU and Amelia became settled in her new environment, it didn't take long before we started to notice improvements in Amelia's behaviour and abilities. I remember the first day we entered the centre and of course with anything new it was always quite a daunting and scary experience not only for Amelia but for myself. Like any change in routine a new place and new faces is very scary and overwhelming and of course for ASD children this can create anxiety. With any new situation, ASD children need that time to be able to transition into that new environment to feel comfortable. AIU understands and supports this transition process. And I find I also get quite anxious during this time when Amelia is starting a new place. It's unknown territory and it plays on my mind not knowing which way it's going to go for Amelia. For Amelia the usual reaction is one of extreme emotion and extreme meltdowns with uncontrollable crying. AIU had many ways to help me and Amelia get through this transitional process. Because I had warned them about how Amelia usually reacts to new routines They allowed her the time to familiarise herself with this new environment. So before we officially started, she was allowed to come and visit the centre and have small visits with the other children and her classroom teachers with me by her side. After this initial transition time, Amelia then started her early intervention program on a full-time basis. The surprising thing is, and every once in a while, Amelia does surprise me. Even though she was teary on the first day, it almost seemed like she felt at home and it didn't take much for her to feel comfortable without me by her side. It wasn't long before she settled into the routine of AEIOU. Because she was at school age, she was enrolled in the pre-prep room. There they not only provided the individual support programs, but they also prepared them for school the next year. Throughout the year, I could see the amazing difference AEIOU had on Amelia. Her language and speech improved Her behavior became more settled and calm and she was just genuinely happy. Although the program was five days a week and at times intense, she loved going and was so happy to walk through those AEIOU doors. 
Of course, there were times she became upset or unwilling to go, but majority of the time she loved it. Every child will have their own experience. And I do remember seeing children upset from time to time. But I found the AIU staff will always work with you to help your child and support them in the best way they can. Amelia's program focused on her language and speech as well as her social development and integration with others. They also focused on developing her independent life skills and self-care skills. Skills such as putting on their own sunscreen, getting their own lunch boxes, initiating friendships and asking friends to play, sharing with others, communicating their needs and wants, putting on their own shoes or dressing themselves. These are just some of the little things that can make a big difference in an ASD child's life. Amelia needed help in all of these areas. AIU used many visual aids to encourage language and communication and this was something Amelia responded to effectively and a strategy that we still continue to use at home. The type of resource they used at the time was called PECS, P-E-C-S, the Picture Exchange Communication System. It is widely used in the classroom and can be used at home as well. It was a great way to help communicate with Amelia and for Amelia to communicate with us. This type of visual aid not only helped us at home, but it helped us in all sorts of situations and it allowed us to understand Amelia and what she needed and wanted. Another important part of Amelia's individual program was to try new foods. ASD children are very particular about food and for parents trying to give them a variety of food is a struggle and can be very stressful and worrying. Amelia had a set food routine. At the beginning of AIU, I was asked about Amelia's diet. As I went through what she ate from day to day, staff was quite surprised. What I thought was a very minimal diet turned out to be quite a reasonable diet. I remember she told me about a child who had KFC nuggets for dinner one time and then after that only wanted to eat KFC nuggets from then on. This type of routine behavior was very hard to break and it was very common for ASD children to start. As part of Amelia's program, I was asked to select one type of food I wished Amelia would eat. Some parents chose foods such as rice, types of fruits or vegetables, cheese, and even plain biscuits. For us, it was potato. I felt if I could get Amelia to eat potato, there would be a variety of meals I could make that involved mashed potatoes, roasted potatoes, and even just hot chips. Hot chips would have been very beneficial because it meant that when we were out to a cafe or a restaurant or even just to somebody's house, we wouldn't have to bring a whole lot of food with us. It was also a way of giving Amelia certain skills into being open to trying new foods. AEIOU had wonderful ways and techniques to encourage children to try new foods. It would take time and it was something that couldn't be rushed. And it would just start by using your senses. So first starting with touching the food and then moving on to smelling the food and even just allowing them to play with the food. 
It would then go on to just licking the food and even just putting it in their mouth for a second and then spitting it out. It was a way of them getting used to the feeling of it in their mouth and that texture because often children who have those sensory issues have issues with the textures in their mouth. It would take about a year before Amelia would actually start to eat and enjoy potato and especially hot chips. We are still working on other types of potatoes such as roasted potatoes but of course this again is something that we need to allow time and patience for Amelia to get used to. The year at AIOU went by really fast but it was one of the most memorable years we've had. The staff were always communicating and sending pictures, emails and updates regularly. I said it earlier and I'll say it again. Without early intervention, Amelia would not be where she is today. The skills we learnt from early intervention will be skills that we will take with us and fall back on throughout her life. These are amazing organisations with amazing people helping and supporting children with ASD. I feel very fortunate that such organisations exist. The last days at AEIU were happy ones, but there was also a sense of sadness because we knew that it was ending. There was a sense of fear that not only I was feeling, but when I was talking to other parents, they were feeling too. And the fear that our child was going to go into mainstream schooling. We had all become so used to this wonderful support system that AEIOU provided us. And starting school for the first time for anyone is quite a scary experience. AEIOU was like a big comforting blanket. It wrapped you up, kept you warm and you felt safe and supported. I remember wishing like many other parents wished that AEIOU would start a school for ASD children. Maybe someday it will. School was the next transition we had to face. But with AEIOU's help, advice and support, we felt we could achieve this transition successfully. Thank you for listening and sharing this journey with me. Please join me for the next episode as I talk about school and our experience in choosing the right one for Amelia. See you next time.